you know, it's like I say to my uh, my five year old, I go, you only really have two paths in this world, billionaire or prison. Are you custom made, custom paid, or are you just custom fitted? Welcome to another Fits with the Founder. I'm your founder, Nick, here with Cassie. Woo. As always. Yeah. Uh, okay. We're starting to get into the swing of the golf season. It certainly feels like it a little bit here in Chicago, doesn't it? Oh my God. It's so nice out you guys. How can it be February? <laughs> like the, you know, February and be 60 degrees. So I, I'm not I, complaining. Yeah, let's not complain. <laughs> uh, uh, Al Gore, you were terribly wrong and I'm not complaining okay, right now. Moving on. <laughs> hey, he flies around in a G7. So. He does. Anyway, no, it's been great. And it, obviously I'm getting excited. I know everybody's getting excited for golf. Um, I know some of you in the South that may be listening or somewhere else don't get that, but we get it. And, yep. uh, I, you know, I've already been building up my sets. Exciting. Notice how it said sets. Plural. <laughs> I have, I just built up a, um, a brand new set of irons with, uh, they were the, uh, PXG zero mm. thirteen seventeen CB. So it's like their cavity back yep. black iron. And I put the axi I was fit. And actually, we're going to talk about this a little bit in my Nick's picks. Yeah, in your question. But I, I am getting, I got fit into um, some Axiom 105 stiff iron shafts. But I think the coolest part of what I did to this clubs, obviously all the custom specs. But yeah. then I had to trick them out. Uh, BB and F. I haven't talked about this, right? Did you? It's the ones with the dollars, right? Yeah, they sell the aluminum ferrules now. They have dollar bills, $2 bills, 5s, 10s, 20s, 50s, and $100 bills. They were out of hundred dollar bills, so I got the two dollar bill. Love it. Then I got I got an AI smoke driver here, triple diamond, nine degree. I got a QI ten max here, nine degree. Actually, this QI ten max nine degree was actually the one I got fit into with a a new Artera shaft, which we'll be Ooh. talking to Alex um, next time. From next time, but yeah, that was actually the shaft that fit in here. That was actually what I got fit for. The back, the second best choice was this AI smoke for me, and I said, you know what, I'm just going to build both. Why not? Yeah, why not? So I'm all excited. I'm all jazzed up. And actually, I, I, I have some new Vokies coming, which we'll talk about today a little bit in demos anyway. But we're going to be carrying a new wedge brand come yeah. April or May in JP Wedges. I was going to say, are we allowed to say? Yeah, it? we can talk about it. Okay. Yeah, I don't think JP will care. Okay. So JP is a longtime wedge grinder, uh, worked for Titleist underneath Vokey for a long time. Branching off, making his own thing now, JP Wedges. You can see it on his website. He's very boutique right now. Mm -hmm. He is coming out with his own line, which we will be um, carrying. Yeah. So I actually have him making me a custom set. Do you? Yeah, I couldn't help it. Of course. Yeah, yeah. I said, <laughs> you know, I know. I go, just charge me what you got to charge me, but I need to have a set of these. Love it. Yeah. So anyway. The weather's got me thinking about it because all I want to do is go out and play golf. It's like, honestly, we should all just leave the office because yeah. it's so nice. Out. It's a little wet. The, it's a little wet. <laughs> a little no, wet. the golf course would be shit, but yeah. I don't care. It's so nice. Oh, so good. Well, I mean, we, we do have golf news, which is we super do. fun. Um, we have, so we had a rookie win their first tour title. So Jake Knapp won at the Mexico Open. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, that was, <laughs> I hate to say it, but it was just like a no, nobody was there. Kind event. of. It was a bit of a snooze until yeah. the end there. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the storyline of a rookie who was a, f a former nightclub uh, bouncer. bouncer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty good story there to see. Otherwise, I think it would have been a snooze. Yeah, it kind of was. And, and like, it's good to, you know, whatever. You like to see somebody new. 
Uh, it'll be interesting. I didn't know this cat until Saturday afternoon. Same. So it was like, I don't think anybody did, to be no. honest with you. And so it's kind of like, well, does he have it? I liked how he handled himself on Sunday. I thought he did a good job. So Yeah, we'll he see. was good. I mean, he's been around for a while, like eight years on the Corn Ferry and, and the tour in Canada. But like, we didn't know who he was. Yeah. <laughs> so congrats to Jake. That's awesome. Kind of had a really mixed bag set of clubs, too. It I was mean, weird, right? Yeah. Well, I think a guy like him, he doesn't really... I'm sure PXG pays him something, but yeah, it's not a he's lot. On the ha- he doesn't on the get like status like other people. I mean, he had like a ping driver, like a burner, uh, the <laughs> mini driver yeah. for like a three wood. He had like a Shrixon driving iron. It, what's interesting, the PXG irons he had were the 0211s mm. STs, which are kind of like their value They're line. like budget friendly. Yeah, budget friendly blade, which I thought was interesting. And then what I thought was really funny was he had three different wedge heads from three different brands and then actually had the same shaft as irons in two of them and then uh, just a random modus in the 60. So like a really kind of weird bag. But I mean, when guys like that, they probably don't get like they're probably funding themselves. Uh Uh-huh. They're probably constantly searching for whatever is going to give them the best. And that's what he put together was a bag that obviously got him to the PGA Tour. I mean, Jake Knapp, if you need a fitting, we know a guy. So I I think he's one of these guys that probably does get fitted, which is why he has such a random bag and not just dollars that, you know, not just a bunch of clubs that he gets paid to play. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Um, But But yes, we'd love to fit him. We'd love to fit him. And exciting to see new names too, which is great. So, and then, so on the ladies side of things, we had, um, I pronouncing her last name is always crazy, but we had Patty Tavad Tanakit. To yeah. to to knock it. Yeah. <laughs> she won the Honda LPGA Thailand by one shot. So that's actually a back to back win for her. She it is, is killing she kinda, it. She, she is killing it, but she kind of had a, she stumbled a little on Sunday. She, and it was only a one shot win. Like yeah. she was struggling but, a little bit, you but know, yeah. pulled she made it, it out. It was, her hometown, it was her home country too. Thai, yeah. Um, so that was a big thing. And I, again, I, did, I don't know much about this tournament or anything. In fact, I'm going to talk about that a little bit now. Did you know that there was a, a match last night. I did, but I, but Lexi though, Lexi I did was not in know it. that. Okay. So technically we kind of employ Lexi. Technically, well, uh, yeah, I'm, a huge, I'm a huge golfer. Yeah. No idea that was going on oh, until this really? morning when I got on Twitter. Oh, I, I watched, well, who, I watched part of it. I was like, well, who, where is this? Who, who knows about this? How do we find out about this? Oh, but capital one's been advertising the shit out of it. You Man. don't really get ads or anything anymore though. No, I must, I must be like in a dead zone. Like, <laughs> I did not know it until yesterday more or this morning. I saw something with DJ Khaled. Then I'm like, what is this? Oh God. The yays and nays are going to suck then. Cause that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Oh yeah. It is. The, yeah, the it match is. is one of them. Yeah. Well, listen, I got an opinion on it anyway. We'll get there. But yeah. anyway, I did read, I just saw the follow up of what she did and I'm glad she won twice in a row. And yeah, Patty's, um, Patty's killing it. another one of those like young names. That's exciting to see. So congrats to Patty. And then speaking of names that we haven't seen in a hot minute, Anthony Kim is officially coming back. So we talked about it. Uh, maybe saw last him time balls over there. Yeah. And, and uh, I just saw him hitting balls, warming up and he was wearing Shorts, a t-shirt, and Vans. Yeah, like no fucks given. Yeah, which... no, I, I'm a huge Anthony Kim fan. In fact, you put in our notes thing the unhinged teaser video. I don't really know what that means. I love the video. So for those listeners who don't know what's going on, so Anthony is coming back to live. He's going to um, essentially premiere at their upcoming tournament as a quote unquote wild card. So what that means is he's not going to be on a team. So live cut a teaser video to basically say that Anthony Kim was coming back. And it was for me, it was unhinged from a marketing 
standpoint because it was just this like random stock footage of like eyes dilating and like eggs being boiled. And, like, I loved it. Shit. it. It got me so jacked up. See, that's <laughs> that's that's my marketing side because that's how I like to market. Um, of course, my marketing degree probably I, I don't even know what I graduated college with. Probably like a one point two. I have no idea. I didn't ask. Didn't even go to graduation. But my point is, is I, I did graduate, but <laughs> I didn't have it. I don't know. That to me, that is what I loved. I loved that video. It got me so jacked up. I can't wait to see him play this week. Now I know people that know Anthony down in Dallas. He's been playing money games for the last ten yeah. years, just enjoying life. And I mean, I don't think he skipped a beat from a playing standpoint. And I think it's going to be really interesting to have him back. He's got an edge to him. He always did. Yeah, he's wild. Yeah, I think it's going to be fun to watch. I'm definitely going to probably try to watch this weekend. Um, yeah, I won't, but it's, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. I'll but probably try to watch. It'll be See, I can't even tell you what PGA Tour events this week, but I do know that Anthony Kim's playing on the list. Well, of course. I mean, they're making a huge deal out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, that checks out. I will say, like, not to hype any of their properties because I'm not a live fan, but I do recommend watching this video because the last line is like, witness the dance of redemption. Yeah. <laughs> That's so this, crazy. Yeah, I loved it. I was like, <laughs> it had me, it had me. So I wanted to run through a brick wall after that. Oh, my God. Okay, well, then that means it's working. Yeah. I'm just not the target. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Whatever. But so that's happening. He is coming back. So we'll see how that goes. And then speaking of live, so this is just clickbait, but John Rom says that Tiger Woods has not spoken to him. Thank you since for he joined telling, Live. Just saying that because it is. I click. I did not see this, and then you sent this, and I clicked on. It. I'm like, well, what to talk about all time clickbait? Yeah, I mean, he was just talking in a press conference about like, well, has you know, but that's what they do with Live now. They do. I just saw something this morning. Taylor Gooch talking about how if Rory Gooch. wins the Masters, it should have an extra. It'll have an asterisk next to it because the best players in the world aren't playing with them because. Okay. John Rahm and them aren't playing or something, okay. or I think Rahm is playing, but some of the others. And so he's not wrong, but that's clickbait. Yeah. It's well, I, I mean, my opinion could argue is this, whether he's wrong or not because they made a choice, but like, yeah, sure. No, 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 no. <laughs> my, well, he's not wrong, but it's also not Rory's fault. Like that. My point is, is that whoever wins, we, it's yeah, not we, their we fault. have yeah. to, we'll, we'll get to common ground on this thing. So we're just in this weird era. I mean, would I say that live in like two or PJ tour and we'll get to a common place. I mean, that, that's in the works. And then we won't have to hear all this clickbait bullshit. Yeah, I mean, whatever. But yeah. it it does. It's. I think Tiger's just busy, and like, how many people are blowing up Tiger Woods' phone on a daily basis? Like, I'm sure that man has like a thousand unread text no, messages. A hundred percent, and he probably just sent it once. And then an, yeah. another part of it is is that like he said what he texted. I'm like, I don't even know if that garners a response or not. It's just like an FYI. Yeah, it was like, hey, I'm joining. Da da yeah. Personal reasons. So whatever. Um, but yeah, that's happening. That's a headline. I and mean, then, I have friends that are really good friends that may not answer that text. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I don't even answer my husband's text right. and that shit's important usually. Right. So nah. Um, speaking of woods. So Charlie Woods endured an absolute shit show. So for those people who don't know, he was trying to, he was basically in a pre-qualifier for the Cognizant Classic. He was trying to pre-qualify for this tour event. And first off, like he didn't play very well, whatever he shot in the eighties, which I can't do, but (laughs) for the sake of the tournament, he didn't play well, but people were awful to him. Like people were in his face. People were asking him to like sign stuff in the middle of the round. And Charlie was like, Hey, I I can't. And then the person's response was, well, I live here. So it's so shitty to treat this kid. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, listen, Tiger knew exactly what he was doing to Charlie when he shoved him in this event. I mean, he wanted a shit show. That was that was like an Earl Woods moment right there. And 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 listen, he want. I bet you in his heart starts. Tiger wanted Charlie to shoot eighty six, because this 
to me, this was a tipping point for Charlie Woods. He's either going to take this experience and go, okay, I got to block things out better and I got to focus better or I'm not cut out for this. Maybe I, but I also think that like as grown ass, like, sure, maybe that's what Tiger wanted, but as grown ass adults, don't treat this yeah. child. I get like it. This. But we, we live in a world now that nobody has any boundaries or anything anymore. That doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I'm not saying it makes yeah. it okay, but I'm also saying there's two sides to this. Charlie either signs up for it and deals with it or Charlie doesn't sign up for it. So like, you know, you're just going to have to deal with these things. And that's, I think that's ultimately, if you read like. Obviously, I'm a huge Tiger fan. Yeah, so you read about all the shit his dad did to him. I know. And so, like, that wasn't I, okay either, to be clear. It, I, I don't know. I'm a parent that likes that. So, like, to me, I want to, like, listen, throw the kid in the pool. If he can't swim, we'll, we'll save him. But he, otherwise, get, he better get to the side and win. Like, my point is, is at a certain point, if you want to be as good as Tiger Woods was, you have to learn how to endure that stuff. And I think ultimately, he got an eye opening moment there. Maybe, yeah. And we'll I, I, I hope so because I, I want to. Obviously, Charlie Woods being like his dad would be like amazing. I get to a generation that'd be awesome. <laughs> but, but my point is, is that it, it's going to take some of these outings. I mean, listen, he's 15 years old, right? But he has no business playing in this event. And Tiger knew that. Mm-hmm. And Tiger was like, probably like, go do it, and then you're going to learn that you got a lot to go. Maybe it was good for him. I don't know. We saw how this shit worked out for Michael Jordan's kids. So we'll see what happens well, with Charlie. Well, no, I mean, listen, it's a tip. There's no question. It's a tipping point. You know, it's like I say to my uh, my five-year-old, I go, you only really have two paths in this world, billionaire or prison. I can't oh really see. I, can't, I really can't see the other two, any any other way out, the way the way he's built and the way his brain works. Oh, boy. What and if it's so both? It could be both. Charlie. Yeah. Um, well, you're right. I guess. <laughs> can both, both can be true, I guess. But we're hoping that's not the case. Uh, we're hoping that he goes down the billionaire path. But my point is, I think, Charlie, you know, this is Tiger's basically saying, Charlie, if you want to be as good as what you want to be, these are the things you're going to have to figure out. Yeah. It whatever. I just I I don't disagree. I just think that he at the end of the day deserved like the same respect that any other player in that tournament was getting and nobody was doing that to the other players. So like yeah. eh, I mean, whatever. I, yeah, I get it. It's just that's I wish he could be that way, but it never will be. Yeah. Um we'll see what happens with him on tour. And then I mean, really, other than that, it's it's we're kind of just sandbagging and waiting for the masters. So <laughs> not a ton no, of other in, stuff. In the golf, yeah. I mean, for golf. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, the players, you still got the players, players is coming. The masters. Yeah. Um, 50th year, by the yeah. way, for the players, which yeah. is interesting. It'll be interesting. I mean, I saw that there might be a new sport coming. That's like basically ice hockey and football put together. <gasps> you saw that too. Yeah. And I want, I'm all, I'm here for it. So I saw it on TikTok, <laughs> and I was like, is, is this what I think? And they're like shuffling and they're not wearing ice skates. I, it's I, wild. I'm, I'm here for it. It's uh, very yeah. fun to watch. Yeah. Seems but, like people are going to die, but whatever. Yeah, no, that was that was a pretty wild thing. I know it's not <laughs> golf related, but I was like, I saw that and I go, wow. I don't even know what that sport is called. I would have put it on the yeas and nays. Another but- thing you didn't put on here that I thought I, you probably saw, and I bet you some other people say, so like Trackman has its own like sim tour. Like, mm-hmm. ne- what is it called? Like next golf or next tour or something like that. And it's pretty cool. Like I haven't done it. Like I love sim golf as everybody knows. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't personally, because the, the, they're not, you got to, it's a decent chunk of change to pay into these events. Mm-hmm. And listen, you got some pretty good players, but this guy, Nick Carlson, who actually uh, a bunch of us know around here, Illinois went to Michigan, played at Michigan uh, pro somewhere in Michigan. Now, um, anyway, long story short is he won this last event. And I don't know if you saw the video of it. So they were playing Copperhead, which is Innisbrook down in Florida where they play the uh, Valspar. Mm-hmm. And I think it what was it, 16 or 15 is like this par four, around this water. It's real tight. So he hits this long drive 
hits it into like, uh, it slices and hits into the water and he's leading. Okay. He has to take a drop from like, I can't remember what it was, 280 to whatever, ridiculously far. I couldn't tell whether he hit a three wood or a, a driver and haven't reached out to him, but he hit one of the two and hold it out for a birdie and <gasps> ended up winning the event. I didn't see this. Yeah. You didn't see that? No. And he went. And, so here's the part of the thing. Everybody's like, well, how does this work? You know, TrackMan has a camera. Mm-hmm. So you have to film yourself while you're doing it. And then your round is validated by TrackMan. Yep. Right. That there's no funny business going on. <laughs> So it's hilarious when these things happen because you get to see the celebration. The, yeah, and the reaction. He went, and he went ape shit. And it was and it was he was all by himself in this room and you know playing this round of golf all by himself. And he just the minute it goes in, he makes you could see the look on his face when he hit it in the water. He was pissed. And then when he hits this three, what he just goes ape shit. Oh it's my hilarious. gosh, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. That's I actually think it. they'll probably start pushing that content because I'm starting to see more and more. Like where they'll, like, if you follow them on Twitter or you follow them on whatever, whatever yeah. social you want, they have a lot of the cool reaction videos now. And I think it's kind of fun because I know like when I'm in the sim and I hit an awesome shot, like I go, <laughs> and I kind of at first used to feel ashamed of myself. Like, what am I doing? Like just being a, like a celebrating by myself. Who in a cares? Sim. But now that I see other people doing it, I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shotgunning a beer in your basement by yeah, yourself. Right. <laughs> Um, that's awesome. No, I didn't see that. Um, so we had a little more news than I thought, but outside of that, we don't have a ton of club champion updates. So let's start with a couple of demos that are going out. Well, we did have a, I mean, Perrysburg is opening this week in, in Ohio and we have, uh, Chandler, uh, Arizona opening this week. Is it this week or not? It doesn't uh, matter. Well, by the time this, week. this is They're recorded. Both this yeah. week. So by the time this is uh, uh, yeah. done, Perrysburg, Ohio, which is outside, it's, it's the Toledo suburb. Mm-hmm. And then Chandler, which is a, a Phoenix suburb, mm-hmm. will both be open. And again, I don't remember what the, it's a $100 full $100 bag. $100 full bag or $50. Yeah, or which thing. I think everybody's going to be on here and talk about that in a minute. Yep. Anyway, demo wise, we, I have a lot of stuff in the pipeline. Like, well, you know, in March I'll be naming names like Newton Golf Shafts and uh, Aratera, Patterson, more UST Shafts. I mean, there's all kinds of Shafts going out. Ventus, the new Ventus Plus. I like to call it the new fucking Ventus. Why is that? Well, because Ventus has been a popular brand, and then they just come out with a new generation of it and just call it Ventus Plus, which I think is weird. Dumb, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I told the Fuji guys, I go, I'm just going to coin it the new fucking Ventus. I'm actually here for that. You know what? You can market that. <laughs> yeah. I, I go, well, I mean, otherwise it's confusing. But anyway, we'll have a lot of stuff to talk about probably on our next one. But just so what we uh, got out the door is, since the last time we talked was all the SM10 wedges are out there for Vokey. We, I think every store has like almost 25 demo wedges. So nice profit, nice uh, Ray there. Oh, speaking of a Ray, look at that segue. Um, <laughs> Adele, uh, Adele, who, you know, we've carried for a long time, really known for their putters and customization, but they have wedges, irons, everything now. We're a big believer in what they do. It's very customized. We can fit you very well for it. They have a new line of putters called Array, and I really am a huge fan of these Adele Arrays. Adele always was like a little too, um, even though I loved all the tech and we sold them because the tech was great, it didn't have that sex appeal, mm. and it was a little too much like a tinker toy to me. Maybe not a tinker toy, but like I'm, like an erector set I would have played with in the late 80s. <laughs> um, and so anyway, uh, the new Array, I think, takes the aesthetics and kind of like sexiness of current putters. But with all the bonuses of Adele, which is like you can change waist plates, you can change, or the, uh, sorry, alignment plates, you can change hosels, you can change uh, the weights at the bottom, the weight of the putter. You can change everything in the putter. It's very customizable and it's mm-hmm. really good when we're fitting golfers. And I'm, I'm a huge fan. So those are in the stores now too. 
cool. Yeah, and they look nice. Yeah, and then so uh, Nick mentioned it, but we're actually in our, we'll call it our spring promo, if you will. Yeah. Um, basically through the end of March, we're going to be doing our $100 full bag offer backed by popular demand. It's $100 full bag fitting or $50 any other fitting type with a club purchase. So, I mean, like think about that, right? So a $200 long game fitting is 50 bucks if you buy a club, so on and so forth. It's going to be nationwide in all of our stores, including those two new stores that Nick mentioned. And as long as you guys book essentially by the end of March, you can check the dates on the website to be specific, but um, you'll be able to lock in that deal and get ready for your season. All right. Yays and nays. You ready? Yep. Okay. Yay and nay the match. <laughs> the so match nine. I'm usually a nay on these things, even when it was like Tiger and Phil. Mm, okay. So I love the thought process of primetime golf mm-hmm. and I love the thought process of that, um, that whole thing. I, I, it should work, but for some reason, every time I watch it, I yawn like you're yawning right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, but that's how I feel. Like it's, it's, I, I feel like it should work. And then I feel like it, like every time it lets me down, like, and everybody that, okay. First of all, like I said, I didn't even know this one happened. Like oh. I missed it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I talk, I took a pool this morning. I, I'm on a, like a group text of like 30 people from my club. And so I go pull, pull time this morning at like 5.30. I sent this uh-huh. thing out. <laughs> I said, how many knew that there was a match last night? And I would say it was 50-50, okay? Which actually was more than I was expecting to get. Sure. Because how did I miss it? Mm-hmm. But, you know, listen, I, I don't even know what the format of this one was with the, the two LPGA. And then, so it was just a skins game? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you're too young for this, but there used to be a skins game back in the nineties and eighties that they used to air primetime mm-hmm. and it was like, um, all the greats and they would have these skins game. I actually like skins game. If I would have known this was a more of a skins game, but when it's the matches, I don't like it. They should rename it skins game. And then I probably would have known about it. Yeah. That's so that was the format and it was different this time. One, because you had the, the mix, right. You had two PGA, two LPGA. And then it was also under the lights. It was nighttime. Yeah. Which um, I think is cool. Like, I get it. Like, and I'm excited for this tiger league or whatever, because yeah. I think that's going to be another one. That's cool. I just I, I, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a yay or nay. Like I didn't even know what happened. And I don't, I'm kind of like miffed that I didn't know what happened. Yeah. You can see all the, like everything you can well, catch I've up seen on. It, on though, I, I sat in the sauna for 15 minutes watching highlights this morning at five 30. That's what made me like, what's yeah. going on. Although, I mean, Rory did really well and he's not your fave, but, um, he, he ended he's up not winning. not a Rory guy, but I, I love know. Max. Max home is one of my I faves. I like Lexi. We love and, Lexi. And Rose is fine. But, um, the other thing, and I like DJ Khaled. Okay. So how was he? He, people don't seem to, so, okay. That was the big news or whatever from this is people were complaining about DJ Khaled being on the broadcast, but oh, I don't think people realize that he's an avid golfer. Like well, he's I follow, a huge if you golfer. Fo- yeah, I was going to say, if you follow him on Instagram, I mean, all it is is golf. People were griping it's hilarious. about him. I was watching one of his things the other day and his kid was hitting balls in the back of their house, just piping his house and he's yelling at his kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, don't you have a better place to have your kid go right. play golf? But I mean, all his content basically these days golf. is golf. He's an avid golfer. So people would be like, why is, who is and he? And he's why ridiculous is he on our with it. He names all his clubs. He's got names for all his clubs. So do I. Like it's hilarious to watch some of the Instagram stuff because you get to see golfers on neighboring holes, like looking at him, like what's going on. Cause after every shot, he like yells. Of course he does. Yeah. Cause it's DJ Khaled. All I do is another one. Yeah. Another one. Yeah. He does all that. <laughs> I like it. And so I, I'm kind of like that. That would have been interesting. I don't know how he did. I, he was I fine. 
Okay. It was fine. Well, oh. wasn't there somebody else I saw? Charles there? Barkley is the one oh, that's yeah, always yeah, there, yeah. and he's I hilarious. I would have thought that would be probably pretty good, Charles he and is. DJ. Also, he was clowning on Shaq randomly, which was really fun. Shaq wasn't there, but he was just clowning on him. It, I don't know. I like it. I like seeing the golfers uh, mic'd up. Rose is phenomenal, um, but not a name that's going to like be a draw for me. But Lexi and Max and Rory are, so I thought it was it was fun. I I thought it was intriguing. I thought the park at West Palm Beach was beautiful, and like under the lights looked really nice. There was just fun moments, like you know they're sniping back and forth at each other, which is great. You get to see like the banter and the shit talk. I, I'm gonna give it a yay. I'll give it a yay. Okay. You yeah. Know? I, I, like I said, I'm, I I just I can't believe I missed it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Um, yay or nay, the new Kirkland Signature KS2 Mallet Putter. I know everybody's going to roll their eyes when I say nay, but that's it's, okay. it's a huge that's nay. Why I put it's, on it's, here. A, it's, a, it's a catalog golf club. I can't say this enough. And there's so many brands out there that people are buying, and I, I won't throw any of the others under the bus, although I want to so bad, because um, it's just so misleading. Like, listen, I get it. It's at a price point, and we can shop on price and everything in life but you just don't get a good product. Like to me, it's throwing, okay, it's 200 bucks instead of spending 400 bucks. Okay. But it was a $10 product versus $150 product to right. make. Like it's just, it does matter. And so when you look at this stuff, it's just a catalog price point golf club. When I mean catalog is, and I've said it before, these foundries overseas that build all the big boy stuff that comes with tons of R and D just make a couple and go, Oh yeah, we can whip these out and, you know, for 10 bucks a piece with leftover parts and whatever. And then, you know, a place like Kirkland buys it, slaps their name on it and sells a bunch of them to people that I don't know, they just do. And so I'm a huge nay because I'm a big believer and we spend way too much time at this game. We love to be spent throwing money at something that's so ridiculous. It's not a good product. I'm a nay, not for the same reasons. I just think it's ugly. <laughs> um, so I, okay, I, just think, I think it's ugly, <laughs> which I mean, if you see the pictures, you're going to be like, mm, that looks a little bit like you this don't other wear, uh, Kirkland jumpsuits. I sure don't. I, I get it. Whenever I, I see one, I just laugh. I'm like that. I do shop at Costco to be clear. I do. I do too. But I, I'm not going to wear their clothing or whatever. I'm not, but. I just, the Kirkland brand to me just doesn't do it for me. Like, I don't know, man, when I was in college, that big ass Kirkland vodka, there was, there was a use well, for that I when I still too. drink. I mean, the, <laughs> I, I, my point is, is like, I just don't get, well, I have another, I have another thing. I have people that are in, and I know I'm going to get ripped apart on this one if I was online, but I have people that are, have vodka companies. Mm. All vodka is the same. I'm sure. Yeah. But when you're a college student and it's like, oh my God, I can get basically a barrel of vodka for That's $22. My point, <laughs> I get it. Like you can't, like I would buy Kirkland vodka too, only from the fact that you're, it's, it's all no marketing. different than Grey right. Goose. That yeah. makes sense to me. But like this putter and like I said, different. does is yeah, it's not going to do as well as a putter you can go buy that's you know fit for you and everything. Yeah, I just think it's ugly. So nay, I'm also not in fairness. I'm not a mallet person. I'm a blade girl, but like it's ugly. And to be clear, um, Kirkland is currently being sued by by TaylorMade. I don't know if you saw this storyline. Yeah. yeah. So basically, they're saying that it infringes on. I think it was the P790s. I believe they're basically saying like it's misleading marketing and it uses um, like it infringes on some of their trademarks. So like who knows if those irons will even be reissued because there's a lawsuit. No, but they'll just go find another catalog golf club to sell. Very they did likely. the same thing with the golf ball originally. Yeah. Cause those were just white labeled what pro V's and Not, then, well, it was a company out of like uh, somewhere Eastern Europe, but it was like the pro V of Eastern Europe. They had a huge overrun and they mm -hmm. just sold them to Kirkland Kirkland stamped the name on them. That's why when after the original, the original one sold, everybody's like, oh, this ball's awesome. Well, yeah, because it not. was the Europe trophy. I can't remember the name of the brand now. And then uh, they could never buy them again. So then they had to go get a catalog golf ball. Yeah. And they still sell out, though. So like Kirkland they did do, something right. People buy them because of the price point, but they're not a good golf ball. Yeah. 
Well, you could argue that bad argue, golf balls are, are expensive argue, too. Like, oh, I'm not good enough to know the difference. Yes, you are. <laughs> Don't sell yourself short. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Yay or nay. Uh, there's a passage from a- You gonna read that? I sure am. From <laughs> Dr. Bob Rotella's book. So if you guys don't know who Dr. Bob Rotella is, he's essentially a sports psychologist, but he deals mostly with golf. He has a book out there and this passage made the rounds online. So I'm gonna read it to you guys. I sometimes tell young players that being nervous on the golf course is a little bit like being nervous the first time you make love with someone you really care about. Nearly everyone is nervous in that situation, but nerves are a part of what makes it the what makes the experience so exhilarating. If it didn't make you nervous, it wouldn't be so gratifying. In fact, it might be a little boring. Ask any prostitute. Yeah, I mean, I'm a yay. I get what he's saying. <laughs> so do I, I get what he's saying. I so do I, but like. You don't expect to come across that in a golf book, though. No, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I get what he's saying, though. So, yeah, I mean, yay. I, I think, listen, I always think a little shock value helps you remember something. You're not wrong. So, like, I'm just sitting there when I read that. I, you know, I did read a Bob Rotella book probably 20 years ago. It might be this uh, book. This book yeah, is wait, old. Uh, I think I feel like I would have remembered. I wondered, too. But um, I didn't look up where this passage or what book this one came out of. But my point is I have watched it before. And, or I've read, I read his book a lot, one of his books a long, long, long time ago. So I'm a yay and I think it's good advice. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree about like nerves on the first tee. It's just like a weird parallel to draw, but I mean, all right. I, I am you, like man? the most non-nervous golfer on the planet. It's why I play events and gambling golf really well. And it's for that reason that like, it just, you know, like I'm so numb to golf. Mm. Because I'm in golf all the time and live golf like the prostitute. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like, it's just like, okay, I don't like put it on a pedestal or anything. It's just like, I'm just going to hit my shot now. <laughs> Have you ever watched Pretty Woman? Yes. There's a line in there where she's like, you just got to be numb. You just got to be a robot. Except, except with you. <laughs> like, oh my God. Okay. Moving on. Um, yay or nay Monopoly, the game. I haven't played it in a long time, but I'm a yay. I hate this game. Hard nay. Hard <laughs> It's so boring. It's so boring. There are so many other ways I could spend three hours of my life. Okay. Well, I get that. I guess my point is, is it's better when you play it with like people that are really into it. I think that's true of most things. You're not wrong. I don't know that I've ever played it with anybody who's really into it. Because we're constantly trying to do crazy shit. Like just buying up the whole board or whatever. Yeah. Just being bullies. I've never played. I don't know if I would like that version either, but I've never played it with somebody who's trying to do that. So I don't. I don't have that context, but I hate it. I think Monopoly is the most overrated board game on the planet. I would rather play Risk. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, (laughs) I I don't know. I'm not, like, I don't get to play many board games anymore, so I guess I wouldn't say no to a board game in general uh, because I don't play enough of them to know. And, and, like, but probably Monopoly is not going to be put out in front of me very often. Like, I can't even remember the last time somebody's like, let's go play Monopoly. No, Usually it's, uh, like... I played some game over Christmas that my sister-in-law brought and it, it has memes. Okay. So it's the pictures. Called, of the what memes. do you mean? It's yeah, cards. Like, yeah. yeah. That is obscene. So first fun. of all, it's highly inappropriate. Yep. So I'm playing it with my sophomore and junior nephews. That's his mom that brought who's a school teacher. Naturally. Yeah. And, uh, it's my mother-in-law, me and like, I can't remember who else. Most ridiculous game ever, but a lot of fun. So fun. It's basically Cards Against Humanity, but with pictures. Yeah. Like, it's the same kind of level of gross if yeah. you want it to be. 
But see, like, I, I, don't, I don't, do people even play Monopoly still? Probably they do. Uh, I think the younger generations do. How did this come up? How'd you put this? I brought this up because somebody asked me the other day if, uh, like, what my favorite board games were. And I think their favorite board game was Monopoly. And I'm like, that's a trash opinion. Like, I can't even talk to you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's just like a whatever. I, don't, <laughs> I, I wouldn't even know how to answer that question. Um, I don't, I don't play a lot of board games anymore, but there's, there's so many better options out there than Monopoly. Like there are so many better options. Yeah, I'm sure there is. All right. Lastly, yay or nay, Monster Jam or Monster Trucks? Generally speaking, yeah, I just took my kids a couple weeks ago to, they have a Hot Wheels Monster Jam, which is more. What? Yeah, it's, it's more of like the, yes, it was at, um, whatever the arena is up there in like, uh, Hoffman Estates or whatever. The only thing that's, that, the only thing that sucked about that one is, and I feel like it's like at Monster Jam and whatever. They're a little bigger because they're usually a little bigger arena. And that's when mm-hmm. they have like whatever other trucks. I feel like there's a lot of downtime in those. Yeah. And when you have kids and you got to keep them entertained. Yeah. Well, they loved it. They thought this one was cool, but they were constantly just moving these things. They were going to smash into place. And so that would take like five oh. minutes and then they would smash it for 30 seconds. And then whatever. The kids didn't really seem to mind as much as I minded. <laughs> yeah. Cause you're bored. But <laughs> I, I hadn't been to, I've never been to a monster jam. Okay. The monster truck rallies. Yeah. And this one was uh, to, out of fairness to people that maybe are into this world. Um, I know it was the hot wheel one, so it's more geared towards kids. Sure. So maybe it's, it's a little different, but I'm still, yeah, yeah I think it's something different. I had, I mean, I generally had fun. I can't answer this yet because I'm seeing monster jam on Friday. <laughs> Where's that one at? It's going to be at Ro- uh, Rosemont, so all state arena. Rosemont. That's the big one. Yeah. See, that's what I told my dad because me and him, well, actually, somebody got him the tickets and they were sick and they couldn't go. So then me and my dad took the kid boys there and neither of us had ever done any of it. Really? And we pictured like the big dirt, you know, like whatever. Grave Digger and stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, this was the Hot Wheels one. So we didn't really understand that until we got there. And it's like more geared towards kids and the trucks are after old Hot Wheels and yeah. stuff like that. That's cool. Um, and so, like, again, it was cool. Um, but I was thinking it was more like the big dirt. Like, I think what you're going to see this yeah. weekend, I, it's loud as fuck though. So that's what I've heard. And so here, let me just <laughs> give you context here. I'm a spoiled theater brat. So when I buy event tickets, they're always really expensive because I'm buying for like Broadway and things like that. I saw the ticket prices for the monster jam thing. And I was like, Oh, fucking front row is $40. Sign me up. And then I yeah. didn't think about how loud it's going to be. <laughs> it's, it's loud. It's loud no matter what anyway. Yeah. Like I couldn't believe how loud it was. Now we, we, uh, the people that bought these tickets for my kids, it was, uh, an aunt, uh, and actually our nephew that works here, they had bought it and they got COVID and they couldn't take them. They had bought them headphones too. Oh, okay. So like, and me and my dad were like, I wonder if we're going to need anything. Now we ended up not needing anything, but it was yeah. loud. I have, I have little earplugs for my husband yeah. and I, but like we're, we're just to be clear, it's just like two 30 something adults going, we're not going with kids. Well, to, be honest, to be honest with you, what's shocking about when I went to this Hot Wheels one, there was more people there without kids than I expected. That's going to be us. Yeah. And so listen, I, I don't know. I, it is cool to a degree. And then like, yeah, whatever. I thought it was, I thought it was interesting. Let's just say that. I will, I'll report back on the next one. If I remember I, my hunch is I'm going to be a yay. Cause I've been to like, what's the not destruction derby. What's that called? Demolition, Demolition derby. I've been to demolition derbies and yeah, those are super like fun. That. I mean, it's, they're just crushing things. I'm really excited. Yeah, I mean, they're it. doing jumps and crushing stuff. Actually, great. what I liked about it, the hot wheels, they did like an intermission. 
And they had like these uh, dirt bike people come out mm. and they were doing all these high flying tricks. And I actually like that better than I like the trucks. Oh, okay. So we'll see how this goes. I just know Gravedigger's the one that's been around forever. Yeah. Is he going to be there? Yeah. So apparently that's another thing I didn't know. It's not the same trucks all the time. Mm. There's like a rotation. Oh, okay. I That's the big name, right? And yeah. then there's also, there are a couple of trucks that are driven by women yeah, that are going to be there. Yeah, a bunch of them. I, I don't yeah. Like they were talking about it. I didn't realize it was like a rotation circuit kind of thing. Like watch circus. This, watch this turn into my next like wrestling where it's like, now I'm a, now I'm a monster truck person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I probably have to go back with the kids cause they liked it. And so it's, this something, Friday. It's, it's something to do. <laughs> the day that this episode launches, well, yeah. all, everybody at club champion will be at monster. Jam. Although Charlie, Charlie's starting to feel like golf too. The seven year old, he hit oh. 400 golf balls in the sim on Saturday afternoon. I'm sorry. You said 400. 400. I'm not even kidding. Now what the we were up there. I was watching basketball afternoon and I had buddies that came over periodically, you know, I was in the barn all day. Yeah. And so he just, he was hanging out in the barn with me and I had the sim on and nobody else was hitting balls. Now I might have walked up, go over, whacked a couple of them, maybe 20 or 30. But when I got done, I looked at the counter and we were like 387. Oh my God. And I know nobody but me and him. And I like, I was only 20 or 30 shots of it. So that kid's out here. He was just whacking balls all oh afternoon. God. And I knew he was, I couldn't believe it was that many. That's crazy. Good for him. Getting that, getting them reps in though. Go ahead, kid. All right. Before we get into Nick's picks, we very rarely ever have an ad read, but we do today. Oh, we do. We do. Let's see. Who do we got? Yeah. Oh, we got UST. I like this stuff. Just so you know, I, I'm going to give a little extra on this one because uh, what I like about UST is they have their like normal line that's not very, it's fine. It's just, it's meant for everyday golf, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They also have their tour SBX line, which mm -hmm. is all the same stuff that the the players on the PGA tour, super tight tolerances, very discerning profiles, which means fitters like me can get you dialed in extra that they're kind of value lines that you see every day. It's more bland, very broad stroke. So anyway, I'm a huge fan of UST and their TPS line. And here we go. Tour tested, tour proven link Q M 40 X from UST Mamiya is the new shaft of choice on tour. After multiple tour wins, there are 20% more in play this year because of its increased distance, accuracy, and unrivaled feel. Available in three launch options to the uh, options to maximize any player's swing. And again, that's what I say. Like, you haven't seen as much, like, I used to be a big UST fan, and they used to have this TSBX plan. And basically what happened was is recoil got put into, like, they came out with the recall of iron shaft and a bunch of OEMs took it Callaway specifically. Mm -hmm. And they did so much business on the OEM side, just stock shaft thing that they kind of got away from this performance golf shaft world. And they've, they've now turned back and are leaning into it. And they brought back the tour SBX line. It's awesome profiles. Like I just read, and I'm a huge fan of it. And one of the, you know, you can't get it everywhere uh, because you got to have that tour fit that tour experience. So club champion, we have them come get them. All right. Three I questions. actually play it in my hybrid too. Oh yeah. You've said that. Yeah. 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 Question number one, as a master fitter who gets fitted every year, what are you looking for out of your fitting experience or put differently? What are the fitter qualities that impress you the yep. most? So I always have uh, one of the, I've talked about it multiple times on here. I always have one of the trainees uh, typically is who fits me. Um, and when I, I, I look for the same thing, I try to look at this. I've always looked at this business through the lens of a customer. Literally, this idea came in 1998 of a pro telling me when I asked what the tour players were doing out there on the range at the Western Open that I was working at. And the pro who was my boss, I was asking him, you know, why, why don't we do that? I just spent a bunch of money on golf clubs with him. I spent the whole summer working to pay for it. Mm -hmm. And he goes, well, you're not good enough. You're not any of this. So anyway, 
I look at this through a customer's lens and I look for the same things that I hope you would be looking for in a, in a fitter, which is somebody who listens to me, but challenges me. Okay. Like, listen, we all have biases. I am myself, everyone. There's no person on this planet that doesn't have bias. And so long story short is you want a fitter that not only listens to what your, your goals and needs and wants are, but then also challenges you on what you have to have. So I always say, Club Champion's like a doctor's office. I want to be treated like a doctor would treat me as a patient. Well, most of the places you go, you're going to talk and they're going to tell you what you want to hear and they're going to sell you what they want to sell you. Here, we're more like a doctor's office. We're going to listen to you just like you would when you come in. Hey, I'm sick. I got a cough. I got this, blah, blah, blah. And then the doctor's going to run a series of tests and then they're going to prescribe. They're going to diagnose and prescribe, right? Well, that's what we do here. Like, and that's what I want out of my fitters. Somebody who's going to go, okay, I know you came in because like I, I came in wanting I'll be honest with you. I wanted the Cobra driver when I, this like last video I did, which I is the it. driver. <laughs> I wanted the Cobra driver. I thought it looked sick, the whole nine yards, blah, blah, blah. So I told them, cause they're like, well, what are you hoping to do? I'm like, I want a Cobra driver, but I also need to watch out. I have a case of the lefts, you know, and distance is a premium for me. I'd rather take distance and I'll give up a little straightness. Well, we got all said and done with this. And before you know it, I'm in this Q of TaylorMade QI 10 max, uh, which I probably would have never picked off the shelf ever, uh, even me knowing what I knew with this Artera shaft. And I mean, I was roping this thing. Mm -hmm. And so I was super excited about it. But again, he had to, he had to push me and show me and the numbers were there. And I was like, okay, this is what it is. So again, qualities I like is not a fitter that just rolls with what you're saying, sure, but somebody who's showing you, educating you, uh, diagnosing you and then prescribing. I like that answer. What would you change about the club champion brand or business model right now? If you could. I know this is a tough one and you say change is like equals improve. I don't know if I would, there's still just so many people like, here's the thing. You could say what you want about club champion. We're expensive for all these things. And you're 100% whenever run from the price. Right. In fact, I'll tell you right now, I think we should be more expensive because if you saw what happens outside the door of my office and how much goes into making this business tick, you would understand why it's expensive. Okay. And what, what I continue to do, if I had to improve anything, it's just, continuously evangelizing what we do. Listen, you can go anywhere and get fit. Okay. And I've said this since day one, you, that hasn't changed. There's just more places to do it, but that's never changed. But people need to understand, like, it's not just about the fitting. It's also about the clubs that finally end up in your bag from the fitting. And that's something that's unique to us. No other place does. They do not. I'm telling you right now, they say, even if they say they do it, they don't do it. And I trust me, I have my tentacles in a lot of different things. But the club champion is, you know, for me, it's still improving getting a customer or potential customers to understand, hey, not only are we going to deliver the best fit, but we're going to deliver the best golf club to help you actually play better golf. It's better fit, lower scores. It's not a bullshit thing. I tell people all the time, I go, listen, we wouldn't be a one person, one store 25 years ago if it didn't work. Mm -hmm. Okay. It works and people need to learn to invest in it. And I will be pushing for people to invest in their game until the day they put me six feet under. My answer is a little different. Okay. What's yours? <laughs> um, I, so mine is just like an addition to our business. I think that I would love, and, and this is coming from me being a bit of a different target demographic, I think, than maybe how we position our business currently. Um, but this is kind of how I see the business going just with the top golfs and everything of the world. I would have it be more of an experience and an outing. So like I would have a bar in every store 
I would have the store open late afterwards. I call it club champion after dark. I would have like, you know, sim leagues and shit like that to use the space that we already have. I wouldn't change anything about the fitting portion. So like to your point, like that's a huge, that's, that's what club champion is, right? Like that's our business, but I would add things to it to make it feel more like, an yeah, see, I hate that. Oh, I love it. Like if I'm gonna get <laughs> I fitted, I want to drink. I disagree on that I one. Because I don't like it. I don't. Uh, I don't like to mix business and pleasure. But I think it's like if our experience at Club Champion is one of our differentiators, in my opinion. Like I think if you're gonna go to some of our competitors, and this isn't actually a knock on them, I want to be clear. But sometimes it's very transactional, right? Like you said it earlier. Like somebody's Always gonna try transactional. and that's yeah. the one thing we aren't. <laughs> right. Like you they're gonna try and sell you a club because that's what they're getting the most commission on this month or whatever it is. And like sometimes they'll even have you pick the club off the rack and let you hit it and there's no like real fitting to it. I think now, our if experience you is said if you said we had like a tournament series outside or something like that. Sure. That's different, I could be for that. Like I don't like to again, I, I classify us as a doctor's office. We're not here, we're here to have fun. It's golf, right? That's, I tell everybody all the time, but at the same time, we take this really seriously. So like, uh, for me, it's more about like the fitting, but again, I, I don't like, it's not that I don't want to improve. I want to improve. I just think there's still a huge runway. I always joke. I go, there's, oh, I don't joke. There's just facts out there. There's 26 million golfers in the United States, 8 million, which keep a handicap. Like if you're one part of one of those 8 million, you need to be at a club champion getting fit. 100% agree, but I think that the hefty majority of those 8 million, I think more of them than not are intimidated by our process, either because they don't know what to expect. That's my point is, that's why we have to evangelize. Don't be intimidated. But if you made it fun, it's less intimidating. I guess. You know what I'm saying? I I guess. Also, if you get them drunk, it's less intimidating. (laughs) Drug them, get them drunk and take their Um, money. Okay, well. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I just think it'd be fun to add that. Or even if you just separate it. There right? are people that come in and drink during their vets. Yeah. We don't stop that. that. Yeah. We just well, no, can't no. sell it to you. No, but, we can't sell it to you, but yeah. there are people that do. And I think it's hilarious. I think that's great. They're Good like, I you. drink on the golf course, so I better drink while I get fit. I'm like, okay, makes sense. I actually, that makes it. I would wear the same clothes to a fitting that I would wear on a golf course. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. And then our fun question. <laughs> We're going to do another fuck, Mary kill. Yeah, I know, it's a tough one. I, I've been thinking about this one. I still don't know the answer. Uh, that says a lot about us as people. Cause it's 10 AM on a Tuesday. <laughs> um, fuck, Mary kill golf drink edition, uh, transfusions, John Daly's or just straight up beer. And a John Daly, for those who don't know, is an Arnold Palmer with vodka in it. Yeah. So I'm going to marry the beer. Okay. You just it, can't live without it. Yeah. That's your, just, that's your main. Yeah. Help. That's, that's the, that's the one. <laughs> So I'm going to marry that one. So that was an easy one for me on that one. It, it's the fucking kill one. Um, and I think what I'm going to do is I, I think I'm going to, uh, you know, fuck John Daly and I'm going to murder the, tra- the kill, the transfusion. And here's why. Yeah. I love uh, Arnold Palmer's. Yeah. I think they're delicious. I'm a so huge good. fan. Um, and so I don't really drink John Daly's that often, but I don't. Yeah. In whatever. But I do like it. Uh, I I know transfusions are super popular and people love them. Yeah, they're what? They're grape juice and yeah, ginger like beer. Yeah, like ginger beer and stuff. And Everything vodka. in there I like. Yeah. For whatever reason, mixed. Not great. N- not for me. Mm. I've had some really good transfusions where I'm like, okay, I could see this. If I was at this place, this golf course, I could drink a transfusion more often. Then there's times I go and I'm like, this tastes terrible. Yeah. And I don't know why, because I like grape juice. I like ginger beer. I like, yeah. I think it's vodka or whatever's yeah. in there. But I just, no. So that's ratio. what it would be. I'm beer, I'm marrying, 
Um, having sex with John Daly sounds <laughs> interesting to say out of my mouth. That better be our cold yeah, open. I'm going to say, and then uh, I'm killing transfusions. And I know that's not a popular take. Uh, so this question wasn't meant for me, uh, clearly. Like, I'm not a big drinker. And even if I were, um, grapes give me a migraine. So, like, transfusion isn't even something I can drink. So, but let's set those two things aside. Let's Wait, just what dis- gives you migraines? Grapes. Really? So, like, I can't have wine and champagne and I've stuff. I've never heard of that. Raging migraine. Yeah, so I'm not trying to, ma- and it sucks because I actually love like purple yeah, grapes. grapes. I love are grapes. So good. My right. f- my snack when I was a kid, like my go to summer snack, was frozen grapes. We would just keep grapes in the freezer, and I would go. It's amazing, but it also checks out as to why I always had a headache as a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so set all of that aside. If I just had to pick this based on what I know about these drinks, I hate beer. So I am killing beer. Like unequivocally, that's the answer for me. That's got to go. Um, I would probably you don't m- like beer. I hate beer. I've never had a beer I like. Really? Yeah. And I used to be a bartender. Find one beer? Nope. I used to be a bartender. That's what I always tell people. Like everybody loves bourbons and all this shit and whatever. And it's fine. I'll drink them and I won't say they're bad, Mm. but I can't tell like even like the wines, like I can't tell all the big differences. Sure. I can tell difference in beer. Well, I mean, that's a, that's an acquired taste that you enjoy. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I think there's just wildly different. I mean, there's flavors. I mean, now I'm not a craft beer person, by the way, Mm. but I'll drink it occasionally. If it went in Rome or a place, whatever, I'll Mm -hmm. try it. I just can't believe how many flavors they can make in that shit. And I've tried, my husband is a like a craft beer guy. Like I'll try the ones that are sweeter and stuff like that. And to be clear, back when I, I was more of a drinker, there are some scenarios where you drink a beer, like you just do it, right? A baseball game, you have a beer with your whatever, your nachos, right? A hot dog. Hot, right, whatever. <laughs> like you do that. And there were scenarios where it's like, oh, I just feel like I have to do this. So I would. But as far as like an enjoyment factor, 10 times out of 10, I'm, I'd rather get the Pepsi. Like I, I hate beer. So I'm going to kill beer. Um, okay. which is not a popular day. Killing beer. <laughs> I'm killing beer. Um, I love Arnold Palmer's as well. So I'm actually going to marry John Daly, there which feels like a mistake. <laughs> can ask any no, of his wives. I think he's a stand up citizen. I don't know <laughs> if I can afford the amount of diet Coke that man drinks. You, <laughs> beer, well, diet Coke, beer, vodka, M&Ms, Jack Daniels, cigarettes, M&Ms, cigarettes. <laughs> the cigarettes are probably the most expensive for him. I honestly, I can't bankroll any of that, but Whatever. Um, so I'm going to marry John Daly. And then I guess I'm going to, I guess I'm going to F transfusions because they're like, they're kind of the fun one that you have once in a while Listen, when you're partying. I want to like transfusions because I like everything in there, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, but you can have hate sex. So fucking transfusions <laughs> makes sense. We've talked about That's this true. before. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That could be it. It's uh it's an interesting one. And again, if anybody like, have you seen those like premix, I think Barstool pushes them. I don't know. It's like links something. It's mm. like a premix, whatever. And you pour it in like those look delicious whenever I see the ad. And then I'll go to a golf course that has those at like a turnaround, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> turn around. And it's like the premix. And I'll be like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah. No, that's gross. Yeah. You got to be able to like, there's a, there's an art and a science to mixology and I'm well, not a mixologist, but I did used to be a bartender and like, you got to do it right. Yeah. I think, I think what it is for me is I want more grape than I want ginger beer. Okay. And I think that's where most people want more ginger beer than grape. And I think that's what I'm missing. So yeah. And I like both independently because I would like a whiskey and ginger beer tastes great. Sure. But when you put the grape in there, I feel like I need more. It either makes the ginger beer weird (laughs) or I need more grape and then it kind of evens out. Yeah. You know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to test 
transfusions. As we're going to leave the office, go play some golf and test out transfusions. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. Sold. Got to end this podcast. Great. Okay. That's all we have for you guys today. Next time you hear from us, we'll be talking to Alex D from Artera Shafts. And we'll be talking about that new company, you know, what he put into it in terms of shaft design and why we really believe in the product. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Fits with the Founder. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to support our show. And if you want more equipment content, check out Club Champion Media on all of your favorite socials.